Hi fans, I'm Jamin Jolliffe. This is Bo Fomor and you're listening to the Titans Fan Zone Podcast. The fans, the fans in the freaking stadium. Let's go. Let's go. Titans Fanzo podcast. We're now into round 21. 21. So 19 plus 10, mate, is 21. So um, we've got, you know, the Chooks coming up this weekend. We have a grand final. I don't think the grand final is this weekend for the netball. I think it's the following weekend. I'll have to sort of double check that. But um, we've got, we've, we've made a grand final for the netball. Um, for the Rubies, I believe. I've got to get that right. And then the Sapphires have got a really good chance to make the grand finals too. So huge thing for the netball there. NRLW kicks off uh, this weekend. Uh, I believe it is at um, 12.50 at Seabus. So that'll be great. I'm going to head down and watch that game. Um, very excited to see um, the NRLW um, this year, particularly for the Titans. And then following up, it's going to be a double header with the men starting at 3 p.m. against the Chooks. So a big week, mate. It's a big week of um, Titans. Yeah, big week of Titans. So really good stuff. Really great to sort of see a few things sort of flying. Um, also to a bit of a heartbreaking loss on the weekend um, against the Eels, particularly down um, at their area but um before we touch into that um i just want to highlight the stuff with the netball um so again huge huge effort for for um the girls of netball making the grand final so this is the first grand final uh, a titans team will make so big big thing to them i mean especially to what this is our first netball season um, huge sort of thing for them. Um, really stoked to sort of see them flying on both divisions. Um, our sort of podcast guests, um, Brayley de Hotman de Villiers. Um, good luck to her too. Um, in what she sort of tackles there. I mean, I'm still sort of can't comprehend really that she's playing at this grade and still at school. Like when we did the podcast, man, she was in a lunch break at school in, I don't know. She probably had detention. I don't know. No, she's not that kind of person. But yeah, <laughs> that's where I was, mate. That's where I was. I was in detention when I was at school. So if I wasn't out at lunch, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> no, I'm not like that. Dan's a nice joker. I'm just, I'm a rat bag, mate. I've, I've mellowed. Yeah, I'm mellowed in my old age. So, um, yeah. But um, no, that's that's just incredible. Um, and really sort of stoked to see. Um, the performance is there, but, um, so good luck, um, for them. Um, I hope, I really hope they take out both. I mean, that would be huge. And then like, you know, and then what we're starting this weekend with the women's, um, home game against the Cowboys, uh, we've got a lineup of stars, um, within sort of our team. So uh, I'm hoping they click really well. Um, but yeah, great sort of lineup. So just from top to bottom, I mean, we've got Varney Polite, uh, Destiny Mino, uh, Jamie Chapman. So JC, obviously awesome. She caught, I, I did this right. When she was playing Origin, the first one, when someone took off down the sideline, she turned around and chased them. She clocked about 33 Ks an hour on the wing, mate. Like, and so, I mean, that's, that is just ridiculous speed. So JC, um, yeah, hopefully get on a podcast soon. On the other center, we have um, Niall Williams, Guthrie. So huge sort of like rugby, international rugby star. Yeah, if you don't know who Niall is, um, jump online, have a look. She uh, is the sister of Sonny Bill Williams, but also to, but in, in her own path, she's like carved a massive career for herself uh, through rugby, playing for, um, are they called the All Blacks or Silver Ferns? The Ferns, the Ferns uh, yeah. But, I mean, like, huge career there. Um, Emily Bass, the hurdler. Um, and then we've got Talia Fuimono, who is the, I don't know if she played halfback for Australia. She's like you, mate. She's like you. She's played heart number seven on her back with the uh, coat of arms. I don't know if she, but she's playing 5-8. And then we've got um, Chante Kiria Ratu, I haven't seen Shantae play, but keen to sort of see her on the weekend as well. Um, Shannon Matoa as prop. Lauren Brown um, comes in at nine. Uh, Jessica Ellison makes the starting side at 10. 
So starting props. So well done, Big Red. Um, big fan of the fan zone. And Jess, no, she was playing. She was playing Sekiro. I know a few years back she was just sort of coming in off the bench, and I was like, "Who is that?" Because she was just correct. Like she was just bending the line, coming on, making huge hits and tackles. So um, also too played Origin um, this year as well. So. Um, all three, I believe, come up with a bit of bumps and bruises on her, but she, um, she, she, you know, happy with the wins. So, no, not all three, all two. Yeah, I, I think the women should play three origins, man. Like the, they were good. They were good game. Oh, next next year they've got to go. Um, Zara Canfield at uh, second row. Um, Shaley Bent um, comes in at second row as well. So she's wearing the number twelve, and I believe her boyfriend wears number eleven. Yeah, yeah. So uh, for the men, so and uh, personally, my favourite player out of the whole team, um, Georgia Hale at thirteen, coming in at lock. And congratulations to her making captain again. Um, huge effort. I think she's an absolute athlete superstar. In in my opinion, she gets in there and does a lot of hard work. And just at lock, she just tackles her guts out. I love the headband too. If you listen to Georgia. Love like I keep telling you, I love that headband. You got you got to keep wearing it. Um, and then yeah, and then coming in on the bench, so we've got Britley Braley Nardi coming in on the interchange. So she's going to be doing more of an interchange role. Steph Hancock again, huge star, great NRLW player, um, coming in at fifteen. Um, Haley J Auburn Monsell at sixteen, and then Laka Clark um, Olaika. Sorry if I spelled your uh, said your name wrong. Um, at seventeen. And then a few others sort of like coming in in the reserves. But yeah, solid team, man. Some big names in that squad. So yeah, I'm, I'm keen to see him play. Who's first? So, yeah. um, very strong, mate. Strong over the park. Like, they're going to be a very quick team. So, and like, uh, yeah, they're just strong all over the park. Like, you got uh, Georgia. She loves tackling. She'll do 50 tackles a game. Mm. You know, and, then, and then you'll see um, Williams out the back in the centres and that. And she's very strong, very strong runner. So, and if we can dominate around the halves and all that, like, we'll, you know, things will fall into place and that. It's our first game in that. We had a trial, didn't we, last week? Yeah. Or two yeah. Weeks, yeah. Yep. against the Cowboys and we beat them convincingly yep. but it was a trial it's going to be a different story on Saturday that's right yeah but they've been training well and that everything's going well and all that so yeah no it, it, we just got some strike centres like strike all over the park if you ask me I mean that's mm. just that back line like Varney yeah. JC Williams Bass uh, and then, you know, the halves, Fui Maono, I think is just a, a stellar signing. I mean, getting those sort of halves, I think, because when you watch the NRLW, it, it is a different game, right? It's not like, it's nothing like the NRL in, in this, there's a lot of more effort areas, I believe, yep. in the NRLW where you see them sort of just having the lift and they get gassed. And I, I, yep. that's what, I think that's what the biggest main attraction is to the sport is that you can actually see these athletes really going at it right and you know they get tired and they get exhausted and then you see a line break and it gets you know a bit of loose play and whatnot but i think the halves in the nrlw are a bit more on show i feel because it all sort of connects through their halves and there's a lot sort of through there because the subtleties in the nrl for halves are so I mean, you you as you know, Australian halfback would know. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. There's, there's but, like there's these little sort of things that a lot of like to the to the norm to the layman wouldn't pick up yeah. how how good these halves are and what they do. Like a lot of the stuff that say like Cody Walker did in the State of Origin game three, you, you didn't even notice, right? The stuff that he was sort of doing the inside outside, holding the ball up, yeah. and all that sort of stuff, right? Whereas in the NRLW there's a lot more sort of sweeping faster play rather than those sort of little subtleties of, of, of what you've got to do in the NRL because, you know, you've got... They're, they're just... Like, I mean, the, the game's been built up over 100 years for the men, right? And then the women are sort of forging their own path now here, but they're forging it at a different, different scale. But I feel there's this big sort of, like, 
with them, there's just these beautiful sort of like outside cutout passes, a bit more sweet play because, you know, you'll have the whole line moving up with about three or four people rather than in the men's. It's like they've got that, they're so structured in the men's. So, no, really sort of keen to see um, Talia um, really rip in um, and sort of carve some things up. So, but again, the centers, the centers there are great. Sorry, Dino? Yeah, the main thing about, like you said before, and uh, it's structure. In the men's, it's a lot of structure. In the women's, the halfback can go roam from left to right. Mm. You know, that's where they, mm. the halfbacks will be able to run roam anywhere. Um, but in the rugby league, in the first grade, the men's is um, structured. One side left, one side right. But hopefully they don't get that into the women's game. The women's game's like, it's going quick and everything's, you know, and that's where the halfback dominates mm. and that uh, going from left to right controls the um, game, controls the forwards. Like I've always said, your forwards go forward, your backs just do the work and that's... Uh, yeah, I think there's a, there's, a, there's a good thing and I think that's the key with this league, right, for the NRLW league in itself is that they're forging their own game. Like, remember yes. remember the old school, right? Okay, so dial back, right, to back when you were, you know, this is, this, I mean, because yep. you, you're like, what, like 90 now? Is that yeah, right? Yep. Yeah, you're like 90 years old? Yeah. 89, mate, 89. 89, yeah, 90 next year. Yeah. So, like, back when... But still, still playing footy. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So, so back when you were like, you know, middle-aged or something like that, right? No, yep. no. Uh, yeah, remember, yeah. Remember, they, remember how they used, the halves used to pair up? Yeah. No, no not the halves, the, um, the centres. The centres used to pair up. Yeah. So you'd have like yeah. outside the scrum, there'd be two centres running together, right? And yep. now they split them side to side. I mean, I think there's almost a sort of like, you know, that sort of mid midfield now for NLDRW. It's like you get them all coming in and sort of pushing up down down through the center rather than that whole like solid NRL structure because it's very rare now that you'll see a center unless you see like a like a really Sweeping good center, center that, that yeah that comes in and like goes around the other side like a what Tommy Trebrovich was doing you know a few years back in origin how he'd like come in Rome and and, and come in yep. on the other side and he'd connect with the other center i think um Oh, what's his name? He does it quite well at the Roosters. I don't think he's done it in a couple of years. Um, Joseph Manu would do it as well. He'd come in off that right centre and sweep around to the left and almost yeah. to sort of play like a... Um, Extra man. Uh, yeah, like a, a six role in that and connect with the other centre. So um, I'd love to see a little bit more of that. And it looks like we do have the skills now because that's like one thing too. Mm-hmm. Is this is like, you know, we've just got... We've just got skills on this lineup for the NRLW, so yeah. Of no, course, I think, I think I think it'd be a great game. Yeah, it's a great game. I think they're going to have a good season. You know, like like you say, good season is uh, without injuries. Mm. Um, but we've got we've got a very quick side, and like you say, that back that back line is <laughs> next to none. You know, like oh, and, and forwards, man. Yeah, it, yeah. So. Yeah, but like you like, say about the halfbacks and that, you know, they've just got to take, take control. It's not as structured as much. Just going forward and, yes, yeah, simple football, but, you know, like, it's good football. Yeah. And the, and the hits, the hits are hard, aren't they? Like, you see them from last year, you go, ooh. <laughs> you know, so. I mean, they're really yeah. for leather on each other, which is what I love to watch, right? You That's know, they're it. just. It's just, as I said, it's that effort, right? You get in there and you see them actually, like, if you really see them digging in, you know, and sucking in the big breaths and, you know, like, tr- <laughs> trying trying really hard. And that's that's yeah. what I loved. Like, that's what I loved about rugby league when I grew up is what, you know, you see the, yeah. you see the guys, right, when we grew up and, you know, they were out yeah. in their haunches, but they'd get back up, you know, and that's that's, that's what right. you really loved about the game. It wasn't like, you know, you see some of these guys running around, around played, played soccer and they, you know, they get touched by a butterfly and they fall over. And, no. Oh, yeah. Back, <laughs> back in the day, you only had four reserves and if you went off, you don't go back on. Mm. Yeah. Remember that back in first grade and all that. And, um, yeah. And, and that's where I miss, like, uh, the first grade, 
reserve grade and under 23s or under mm. 21 or under 23s back in those days. And if you played well in under 23s, you back up in the reserves and yeah. then you back up in first grade. Yeah. So yeah. there's a bloke in Sir George. He he played three grand finals in one day. He backed up. <laughs> he did. He backed up. What a legend. I can't think of his name, but he backed up under 23s. He played full game, reserves, and then first grade. That's, yeah. So, <laughs> but wow. no, the women will go right to this week, mate, and hopefully we get the two points for them. So, yeah, it'd be great. Got great start to the season, I think. Yeah. On Friday, tomorrow, they're having a captain's run. And yep. I think it's uh, um, members, fans, and that. Members are allowed to go down there. Um, watch them train, and that's uh, that's a four thirty, and um, yeah, so you'd be able to see them train and all that. So that's a Parkwood. Yep. If no, that's. Uh, I think yeah. I was just trying to find the actual details of it. Um, yep. Give me one sec. I think yeah, it was tomorrow afternoon. Here we 4:30 go. Four thirty to six. There you go. That's it. Um, I haven't found it, but Dino knows. So there you go. Yeah, um, yeah but get down there. Uh, if you want to watch the captains run for the women's, it'd be great to sort of see them run around. And um, yeah, good luck to them um, on Saturday. I'll be there. Um, I'll be watching we'll be the there, mate. Uh, Yeah, I'll be keen to watch this game. I'm actually really backering. And if you haven't, um, definitely become a member um, of the NRLW. You can get in this year, ticketed member. But if you, I think if you're a... NRL, NRL member, you can get, I think, a discounted NRLW membership. So yeah. definitely call the guys at membership um, and girls, but yeah, go through there, call the team, um, get on it, uh, support them. I guess, like, you know, I really feel that they're going to go all the way this year. Um, just with this lineup, is just superstars from top to bottom. Um, it'd be great to sort of see them really sort of kill it. So get your memberships now while before the season starts. Call the numbers, um, go to the website, titans.com.au, um, and get your membership there. Um, also, too, um, I know it's a bit late in the piece, um, but, yeah, uh, I signed up for the uh, netball membership as well. Throw your support behind them. Um, hopefully, they make a, all the, uh, the rubies make the grand final as well. Um, and if they win, I mean, well done to, so to them and everyone, everyone around them to sort of help build that. But, I mean, you can see here, it's, it's starting to look like a, a winning club from yeah. top to bottom, from top to bottom. So, um, yeah, big shout out to everyone involved there. Um, it's starting to look good. It sort of you know, makes you a little bit proud to be a Titan, right? So, Mate, it is actually. It's um, like what they're doing in the community and all that. And um, mm. it's just like you got the first grade and that. And is it? I'm not sure. Are we, are we having a reserve grade side next year? We are, yes. This so we've disconnected, yeah. disconnected from the Burley Bears. So the yeah. Burley Bears now become a feeder team for Brisbane Broncos. Um, and then we are creating our own um, Queen Q Cup team. So I think the Cowboys are doing the same thing. So the Cowboys are doing the same thing as well. So they'll have their own Q Cup side. So... Our reserve team will all be Titans um, signings, I believe, yeah. in that. So they'll all be sort of in our system. So, yeah, it, it's gone. Like, we sort of remember, there used to be the reserve team. There used to be, what, Jersey Flag, and then you'd have yeah. the reserve, and then you'd, yeah. then you'd have, yeah. Because remember, they used uh, to play yeah. the reserve games before the NRL games. That's what I said, yeah. Like, you'd have it, um, the under-23s and that mm. would be uh, 1 o'clock, then uh, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, and then 3 o'clock, the first grade. Yeah. So you had reserve grade and then first grade. And it was a good you know, good day you know, to go and see that. Uh, yeah. Hopefully they bring that back and the reserve grade plays before the um, first grade and that. So well, the first time I ever saw on. Jimmy Roberts was when Souths played New Zealand in the grand final in 2010, it was the under 20s. So I think it was just under 18s or something like that. Under 18s and Jim, Jimmy Roberts. Remember Jimmy the Jet? He used to play oh, for us. And we yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. he scored, I think, five tries. 
<laughs> grand final. Yeah, yeah, and then New Zealand Warriors won. They were they were huge, big pack. The Warriors yeah. and um, the under eighteen Warriors. But Jimmy the Jet, man, he just pick up the ball and just down and score a try every time he touched the ball. So, I mean, always great to see those sort of future players sort of coming through. Um, he was good. His brother's yeah. good too. Mm. Yeah, um, so. But let's um, let's move on to the game on the weekend with Eels yeah. twenty five to the Titans twenty four. Tough loss again. Uh, yeah. lost because of not blowing the yep. whistle this time, um, <laughs> which is like a key thing. Sort of just wanted to call out because there was a quote by uh, Wayne Bennett. We said not long ago is that it doesn't matter with all these penalties and everything like that with knock ons and all out because it all sort of balances out in the end. Like he said, yeah. all sort of like when you think about it, as, as time goes on, it all you win some, you lose some, right? But when yeah. when old mate came out the other week against the Dolphins and blew that whistle, when it was sort of like hairline, right? Which like it, like it wouldn't have mattered if he didn't blow the whistle. No one's going to go, oh guys, they, they were miles offside, right? No yeah. one would have cared, but he blew the whistle, right? That's the thing. Then you go into all the other referees in the comp they wouldn't blow the whistle. So he's made an excerpt there, but we just happen to be on the other side of, of those both of those situations because it wouldn't have mattered. Like if we had won last week, then we would have lost this one. No one would have said a thing. So I think the consistency across the part, like across the NRL needs to be called out on that one. And I, could, I, I now know like from everyone there that everyone feels a little bit ripped off um, by oh. that. Two yeah. weeks in a row, you know. Two weeks in a row, like um, just that one decision, mm. you know. And then after the game, the referee boss comes out and goes, "He got it wrong." So they they can't. But that one in Para, that was yeah. He was, <laughs> there was two players just going mm. for um, Boyd and um, Tenner, and uh, yeah, you could see clearly that it was offside. You know, like it's. But, you know, like, we, we're hanging in there. We're hanging mm. in the game, you know. That's the best thing about it, you know. The effort's there for the boys and all that. It's just we're getting closer, you know, so. No, uh, mate, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, we, we really need But like, that one with Gutho, I thought that was a try. I was a bit yeah. like, oh, but it was a try, to be honest. Um, the one with Bryce, Bryce Cartwright. No. This is what this is what frustrates me, right? With these refs, with that, they'll they'll call held on general players that that you know, but then ones that there's like an offload that that are, that are normal, like like a brass Bryce Cartwright offloads all the time, right? They hold the whistle and they don't blow the whistle and they don't call held. They'll just sort of sit there and just wait for no particular reason. Like the play stopped, so as soon as the play stopped, you've got to call held. So, That's right. like, why, why are they just letting it go for no particular reason, just in case? And then, and then everyone's yeah. like, okay, sweet, that, like, you know, the play stopped. So that's the Titans were like, the play stopped. I know you got to play to to the call, right? You got to play to the whistle, but still, it's like, you know, the play had stopped. That's held, like he's held. And then it's like, oh no, oh well, then they start peeling off, and he just goes, uh, try. I mean. That's a bit that like I mean, and this is the thing that gets me about the the eels, right? And they do this a lot, is that most of their tries are fluky tries, right? There's there's no, like there's a lot of them are fluky tries, and they'll win things scrappy a lot of the time, right? Which you know, annoys the shit out of me because it's like you know, so, like a lot of our stuff is like when say for example, if if Kieran Foran goes down and tries to put the ball down for a try they'll replay it four times to see if he bobbled it or see if there was like four four atoms of separation in between his hand and the ball, right? And then they'll go through. But then something like that, they'll just go, oh, yeah, try. And it's like, it sort of feels like we get dudded on a few things because we're, I don't know, a smaller club. But, I mean, I, again, sort of complaining about well, ref, referees and that. But, I mean, that's just how it's sort of, as a fan, that's where you sort of go, mm. Well, there's the big two different things. Like you, you mentioned it. Like when you were talking, you mentioned it. Um, when it's halfway, halfway, you know, when they're on halfway and that they uh, they blow the whistle straight away. Mm. But when there's a try coming on, 
they uh, they stop. They they don't play. Uh, they don't blow the whistle straight away because they got the bunker up there, and that's the main thing. Like they're just waiting and waiting. That Cartwright one, he didn't put the ball down straight away. They held him up. They held him up, and then he dived over. Mm. And then you know the ref goes to the bunker and all that. So, but that's the big difference. It's the try line. They hold off a bit, but when that, when it's just play in general, get off, get off. You know they play in the whistle straight away. But, and I've always I've always said this that uh, I've said it for ten years. Even um, sides who who are on top, they get the leeway. Yeah. To the sides who are middle yeah. and down the bottom. I mean, it's it's, it's a it's, fact. It is, but it's like I mean, I know we need to win convincingly. Like we we made a lot of errors, right? We did a lot of errors. Yeah. We had some shocking things. Like we we yeah. choked a little bit in that one, but that was like you know it, it was unfortunate. Yeah. But we did we did you know make it difficult for ourselves. Um, yeah, to sort of get that there. I mean, I'm just sort of like looking through on our errors. I know there was some key some key errors. So yeah. 33 errors, I think. 13 errors, six penalties. Ah, 13 errors. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, but three of those ones were on our first tackle, right? Huge, or or first couple of tackles, huge. 26 ineffective tackles. um, We're letting those offloads go like crazy, which was super annoying. Even though they got two sin bins and whatnot, like, it just sort of... Like we, we we definitely didn't make it easy for ourselves. Someone was saying before that like we didn't capitalize when the both were off. I think we did. I think we did a good job, right? To to but you yeah. know I think where we sort of we let ourselves down on a few things. So we can't sort of blame everything on the refs to sort of doing no. that. And yeah, no, I, think, I, think we, I think we did I, show quite a fair bit. Like kicking fourth tackle, mm. and and not I'm not blaming tenor or nothing like that. But that field goal was third tackle, wasn't it? Something like that. But I mean, that's field goal. It's yeah. fine. You can, as, long as, yeah. as long as you're yeah. set. But I mean, that was so offside. It's ridiculous. Oh, but, that's really funny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but the effort's there for the guys. The effort's there. Um, that, it's just the completion rate that was there, 77%. But the effort of get, you know, just. Efforts there, it's just it's gonna come, you know. That's, it's that's, it's yeah. looking good. I yeah. know people say it, it happens every week, every week, you know. But um, the last two weeks has been like uh, decisions on mm. like that one with Dave pushing oh, yeah. over, oh, yeah. you know, and yeah. then last week's, and then you know, like well, even, we're Cam, even Cam Pereira, Cam Pereira pushing. Uh, yeah. what's his name oh. you know like that uh, yeah. I mean like those little little yeah okay so there's those little things but like touching on yeah I do agree it's just touching on your point there the effort's definitely there so oh. like remember remember a few weeks ago we'll just fall asleep in the second half I mean like we're going right. all the way down to the wire now so it just shows That's that there's been a change and I, and I think what's happened is is that we've sort of changed we haven't come bursting out of the blocks like we have been all through the year, we've sort of like paced ourselves a little bit in the first half, just sort of get yep. in the grind and sort of just work things out and then start to sort of pick up pace and finish strong, which I think yeah. is sort of where we're going there because remember we were scoring like freaking ridiculous amounts of points in the first half oh. and then just we just not come out in the second half, right? But um, I think like, yeah, a couple like, but two things um, just before we sort of move on, but on that, yeah, effort's definitely there, and I think that'll sort of change a lot of things. Um, there's some changes that have been made this week, which we'll touch on a little bit, which I think are very sort of thing. I noticed uh, they sort of moved. Uh, so when you have someone like Chris Randall playing in the middle up against RCG and Junior Paolo, and yeah, and, nah. and, and doing great, you know, so yeah. he, so a huge, like huge effort to him. But like Tino... We just want to touch on Tino and then we'll sort of touch on Dave Fafita a little bit. But Tino, yep. I thought in that game, A, that shoulder charge was a bit bullshit. But mm. but also to when Moses milked that penalty on his throat, 
Like he's, uh, walking, around, he's walking around holding his throat going, yeah. oh, I mean, I want to get a picture of that and turn that yeah. into a meme because honestly, he could choke on something. I'm not going to say what because this is a PG yeah. podcast, but that was just ridiculous. A, there was that yeah. one. And then the other thing that really killed us was the um, Sammy offside call. When Philip Sami was running up the side and they called him offside, and I was like, yeah. that, that is offside. He's like, oh, his left foot is slightly in front of the kicker. His foot in was front in the of air. The kicker, yeah. his, foot, his foot was in the air. Like, what is this, soccer? Like, yeah, that's, like, what, like that's a soccer rule, man. Like, that's not NRL. Like, I just thought that was a bit, you know, that was very line ball. For them to sort yeah. of call that was just a bit, you know, I think some, like, they, they the, the refs or the sideline referee probably just sort of felt the pressure of the cauldron um, at Bank West, to be honest. That's that's my opinion, but I, yeah. I, I was a bit I was a bit dubious about all that. But yeah, anyway. Going back to going back to Tino's. Incident, yeah, to Tino. Yeah, Tino. I, I, I think um, you know when he got uh, they reported was it the game before the State of Origin? Mm. Remember that he got he got reported and he got off. Yeah, so he did one against Reed Marnie. And then yeah, and then one against Abby Coruscant. Yeah. Well, the the second one, I think they've said to him, "Okay, you're going to be on notice. You know, we'll let you play State of Origin, but if it happens again, well, you know." But he's not, he's not have, uh, getting his elbow out. He's just protecting his his um ball. He's protecting his ball. Oh no! But he didn't do anything wrong. He didn't do anything no, wrong. He, it did like like he, t- he, 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 he hit he hit so yeah Moses came into the tackle it hit his chest and then his arm sort of moves up because he had another two in the tackle then Moses comes off like you know like actor of the year award but I'm yeah the thing that just aggravates me right is that the ref didn't even check that with the bunker he checked everything else with the bunker he didn't check that and awarded them a penalty that's right so where where's where's the buck stop. You know, like, then, where, like, why couldn't he check that? Why couldn't yeah. he check that? Uh, this is what I want to know. Like, why he checks everything else? Why can't he check that? This is that the bunker should have intervened, or the bunker did intervene and go, oh, but like, that's bias. Honestly, that's on the borderline of bias, and that's what really frustrates me because he didn't do anything wrong. So the way anyway. he um, runs with the ball. He's protecting himself. When you got the ball, you can shoulder charge. You can do whatever you want, as long as your elbow don't raise, and it it's never raises. No. And he practices that that many times at training, and they do that all the time. And if you noticed after he got pinged and and uh, Moses, you know, was cuts in his throat and that, mm. you watch three or four times after that, the way Tino runs. He did it again. He did mm. it again. He's just running like the, like he like normal mm. and that. And he, and there was another another one where Moses come in for a tackle. Same same thing. His arm was just protecting himself. That's the only thing he's doing, mate. He's not raising his arm. He's not. Yeah, I think he's a marked man at the moment. And um, I hope I hope I hope he don't change his ways because that's him. I think so. Getting onto this with the with the shoulder charge thing, I reckon the reason that they, I reckon he and and the the club just said, "Mate, just plead guilty, take three weeks off." Like, just take three weeks yeah. off. Like, like I think we all know, right? Even if we make the finals this year, we we're not going to go that well, and it doesn't feel like yeah. we're actually going to make the finals now, right? That's just mm. the way that I'm sort of mapping it out. So just take three weeks off. Honestly, Tino, just, you know, sort your contract, sort all this stuff, spend time with your family. Mm. You've played Origin. Yeah. You've done enough. You've done enough, right? Just take three weeks off. And so I think they just went, just take, because Jared Wallace got off for oh, the exact same thing. And, and so, yeah. like, I think I think it's just a matter of now, just like, mate, just have a rest. It's fine. You know, just, just cruise. Like, we don't want him to be injured. We want to look after him. So I think that was actually a ploy from us. So when people say we should afford it, I think they just went, yep. Because he is just a marked man. Yeah. He is a marked man. Yeah. Just like, just, yeah. just just get out of the way. 
get out of the limelight, go spend time with your family, and then come back fresh, right? So, yeah. but but his game on the weekend when he oh. when he when he gets angry, I love it, man. Like when he gets yeah. starts to get fr- like like really wants to get under their skin, he is unstoppable. Like he was doing yeah. like so many runs and, and yeah, just come on, I just like a bull out of the gate was like great to see. Yeah. Um, but also too, so and thanks Tino. Uh, hopefully we sort this signing thing out and you come and yeah, we, we get this put to bed and you can, we can be having a Titan forever and move on and not talk about, yeah, contracts ever and again. And win a comp. Yeah. Contract for life. Let's just sign him for life. And then, you know, let's not, <laughs> um, then we don't have to worry about it ever again. Um, but then let's move on to another player highlight, which we want to sort of call out. Um, David Fever, uh, yeah, having his hundredth game this weekend. So big congrats to Dave, um, sort of getting to that level. I mean, great player. I think how many seasons has he had now? Uh, I think it's the fourth or fifth, fifth, Sixth season? Just something like that. He's only 20, what, 22? So he played, what did he play? He played like two seasons for the Broncos. And then he yes, and, us, and then we've, yep. we've had him for three years. Three, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, uh, huge thing for him. So good on him, Dave. Um, He's yeah. playing really well this year. He's done everything right. Like last week, don't forget, he, he played 80 minutes last week. Coming he plays, off, like, he's been playing eighty minutes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's a big effort coming from state of origin, and then to back up, and that. So, but yeah, yeah. Dave, congratulations, mate. Hundred games. You know, it's it's hard to. They tell me it's hard to play one game. You know, that's a big effort. Hundred games. Mm. You know. Mm. Man, I didn't get past friggin' reserve grade one game. I think I played twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> twenty minutes come off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a hammy. I do a hammy every round, mate. So yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <Did> you? <laughs> yeah. But here's here's a really interesting stat, right? Um, with Dave Fafita this year, right? So out of his ninety nine appearances, he scored forty three tries. This is this is through his career. Um, this year he scored six tries. Um, but also to the thing, the thing that gets me here, ninety one point six tackle efficiency for, for for him. So huge, like that's 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 massive numbers, yeah. right? So I mean, massive effort. I totally, you know, I, I really love him at the club. I think he is a titan. Um, he's sort of like he's just got that will and ability, um, and just when he's. Shifted over to that left side. I mean, oh. Bo Fermo is going to have a problem. Like, I, I don't know where you put Bo now because you've got him just absolutely yeah. ha- having a breakout career on that left edge. Like, I, I can't, like, like where do you put Bo? Does Bo go now to the right, you know, or does Bo come in at prop? Like, I don't know what you do. Or does Bo go to center? That's that's a thing, isn't it? It's, it's, it's uh, good, looking good for the future. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's healthy lineup. If we're all healthy and all that, like, mm. yeah, when he's coming off forum, Dave, when he's coming off forum, and then he's giving it to uh, Lofi, that's dangerous, man. That's just because <laughs> he's yeah. taking out two or three blokes, and all he has to do is, when they get the chance, just flick it to Lofi, and he's gone. They oh. don't, they don't catch him. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I mean, like the, the other that day, didn't left edge. yeah, that left edge. He scored two tries. Mm, yeah. Lofi's electric. I've had people texting me going, who's your winger? <laughs> who's this Yeah, one? yeah. You know, so yeah. uh, great to see like that there. But I mean, like a quick sort of thing as well. I mean, you've got BK, who I think's probably having one of his best seasons um, yes. times at the moment, coming off contract. I yeah. mean, there is, the, like I have heard a little bit of whispers here and there. I don't like to sort of dive into rumours, mm. but I mean... Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. What, what, like I haven't heard any signing news with BK going forward, whether he's signing again with a club or what he wants to or, or whatnot. But, I mean, I've been watching BK closely this year and he's been playing pretty well, to be honest. And, and it's it's good to see. But, yeah, I don't know what's happening with him going forward. So, yeah. But, um, no, he's, he's playing really well. He's the defence. Um, and even in attack, you know how he... He loves to run that ball. He loves mm. to run, you know, and and barge and that. But all he has to do now is just 
withdraw the defence and just give it to Lofi. That's what he's doing the last three, mm. four games, and that's where he's scoring his tries. You know, Lofi. I think um, yeah, how many tries has he scored this year? He scored. Brian Kelly. Um, oh, no, no, sorry. Lofi. Lofi's got 15, uh, 17 tries in sixteen games. He's got one more try to break the club record. Is that it? One more? He'll get that on the weekend. One, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A new club record. Most tries mm. in the season. Who holds the last one? Think... Sami or David Mead? David Mead or Fafita? Fafita. I don't know. You check that out later. All right. Yeah, get back to us, mate. I'll cut it into the... So I could cut it back into the podcast. So we'll delete what we just said. And then you can come back in later and we'll record over the top of that, right? Yeah. <laughs> but he's got 17 tries in 16 games. So he's... Mm. And that, so... He's, and then it just says, you know, like he's setting a new record for one one more try, sets a new club record. We, we get, if we haven't locked him up, if we haven't locked him up, we need to lock him up. He's, yeah. he's unreal. Um, yeah. And then you've got someone like sort of like, yeah, um... I mean, I mean, we're sort of blessed with some really good outside backs at the moment. So, oh. yeah. But, I mean, like, let, let's get on to this weekend. Um, yep. Obviously, we don't have Tino this weekend, which, yep. in my opinion, I think this is a really good acid test for the team to see where everyone's at because Tino just gets through a mountain of work. So, it'll be interesting to see where everyone's at. So, yeah. One key thing I've noticed, um, they've been playing a little bit of, um, what is it, musical chairs with our setters on that sort of right side um, ever since we sort of started. But I've noticed they've sort of been put, they've put Jojo back in now this week. So Jojo came, yeah. Jojo came in last week, had a really solid performance. I thought he was great. I mean, he did, he did make an error, but he wasn't the only one that made an error. But Jojo, just on his efforts... Is just electric, and he's such a man, he's so solid, mate. For like yeah. for his speed, he's just got he's just got size on him. So really good to see him coming back in at center. Um, AJ's back, um, so he comes in, and AJ will be his captain. Um, Sami obviously having a great year. Um, Four and Boyd, um, and then we've got Mofo at eight. Verrill's at hooker, um, but this is the most interesting thing that I saw when I saw the lineup. Is Isaac Liu comes in at prop. Starting prop two, and he, big body, he yeah, but he also he was playing prop in last week, so he played most of that game as prop because yeah. he was doing like his he's he's just got to get that little dummy pass out of his game and just do a hit up like and he was like I think he's sort of like he's got that sort of lock ball playing sort of role that he wants to, that he has been playing, but that shift into just mate you're there you just take a hit up get a quick play the ball and then sort of move forward. Um, he is a big body and I think simplifying his game might help a little bit. Yeah. But then you've got here you've got Aaron Clark. St- oh, so we'll just keep going through the lineup for Fida. He'll he'll pull eighty minutes. Cleese Haas again. He's another eighty minute player. Right. Yes. And then you've got and then you've got Aaron Clark in at lock, so he's starting lock. But the interesting thing is here we've got Jaden Campbell on the bench, right? So he comes out at fourteen, and he has been. Did you see that picture of him with his arms the other day? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's he's put he's, he's he's eating his sandwiches. He's eating his sandwiches, and he's going to the gym, so he's he's fattening up, which is good. Um, and then we've got Chris Randall at fifteen, who can play prop. But do you know what? Do you know what? This is the thing about Chris Randall is that I think he could be lock. Yes. No, like, he's played lock before. Hooker lock at Newcastle when he's yeah. coming through the grades and that. And because yeah. um, he handles the middle really well, so oh. I think you, I think you put him on there as lock. So prove that. Like you, you get like an Aaron Clark sort of like that dummy half sort of scoot out, so you get sort of him and barrels like so. And then Randall as well. I mean, you've got you got a triple yeah. threat there, but but Randall's shown that he can, you know, he could tackle his guts out, right? And he's he's a very good tackler there. But I mean, he has been a shining light this year, to be honest. Chris Randall, um, like really sort of covered for when Verrills was out. But you know, yeah. I think it's also a blessing and a curse for him that he's so good in so many different areas. You kind of go, oh well, what do we do with him? But as like, and then you've got a JC who's also too, yeah. but I mean, 
I, I wouldn't be surprised if we sort of like see a little bit more musical chairs with the centers with JC as well and see if JC yeah. can slot in in the center role because he has done that before um, this weekend because over the next three weeks where Tino's out, I think we're going to see a, a bit of change in lineups because it's all this whole testing of what, what are we going to do next year? And it looks like Hasler's got a little bit of his fingerprints on this, but moving forward, we just finished the lineup. Joe Stimson comes back from his HIA category one, I think category two, um, HIA. So Joe, yeah. So he's coming in on the bench. So I can imagine him coming in as prop. Um, and then also to Jacob Alec, who, I don't think even got a run last week, but was on the bench. Yeah. No, he didn't get a run. He's, um, he's a big body too. He can play anywhere. Mate, how when was that, that little kick, that little deft touch? He's, yeah. mate, he's little soft hands for a big guy, right? So, um, no, love it, love it. So hopefully we do see a good uh, rotation yeah. on the bench because... When you're looking at it, you've got Randall, Stimson, and Alec that can all play in the middle. Yeah. So so we've got they've a got lot of versatility uh, on the bench. They've, they've got to start quick mm. the, uh, this week and uh, move them big forwards around like uh, hard grades and that. They've, you know, they, they've just got to play quick up in the middle. Mm. Uh, and with uh, Randall... Like coming, like you see, coming off the bench, and then what do you got, Sam playing against his old club? He'll want to have a good, good game. Yeah. And then he'll um, he'll go out there and bust his guts like he always does. Yeah. So it's um, as long as we complete our sets and um, just win the ball, win the comp, you know, like got to get that ball in our hands and and that. So, but yeah. Um, I mean, we, tr- we know we got we know we got points in us, mm. and that's so. And I think uh, the Roosters have only lost. Oh, they've only won two games out of eight uh, away. So really, yeah, yeah, they're um, they're uh, not they're not. Yeah, Roosters have only won two out of their eight away games. Yeah, but saying that, we just got to be. Concentrate on our our um, game and, uh, and and just just um oh what was I trying to say oh sorry man I just lost my words um just be patient yeah our players got to be patient mm. and that like, it will come you know so uh, and um first and second tackle just try and. I know they love throwing the ball out, and it looks good. It looks good when it pays off. But when it goes to the sideline or, you know, first two tackles, they drop it or, you know, but they're trying things. Mm. That's the thing. They're trying mm. things. And um, if they can, if they stick, it's great. And that's so. Uh, but they just got to start strong, start, you know, so because, you know, these forwards are – Roosters, I know they've been getting beaten. They're down the bottom and all that, you know. But they're a champion club, so and they they could lift back any time, you know. But we just got to right. we just got to concentrate on ourselves, and uh, yeah. So, but I think we can win this. I I really do. Yeah, and I think too, like the Roosters are coming off uh, the loss last week as well against the Melbourne Storm, so they're going to be a little bit beat up from last week. Yep. as well so you know and it's our home game so they travelled to Melbourne they travelled up here so I mean we've got a really good chance to win this one I think um, yeah if we sort of play it play it well um, sort of keep those things keep it tight and not try and sort of like do the Hail Marys I think yeah we've definitely got this one in the bag um, yeah, that, that's my guess yeah yeah. and I think uh, last year I think we um, what I record is uh, we we had them on the ropes there last year, but then they the last couple of minutes, you know, like, but that's a different story this year and that. And, and right now is a big different story because these players are, are playing for spots, you know. Yeah. And they're not just playing for contract. They're playing for spots and they're playing for, you know, so. Yeah. And, um, but they're, they're just they're trying. The effort's there, mate. That's the last couple of games you can't fault the effort. Exactly right. Uh, 
Exactly right. And I've got no qualms with our lineup this weekend. I think nah, we'll right. pick some good things. Great to see Jacob Alec in the um, 17 as well. I mean, I think it's deserved. I think he needs to have a bit more of a run and sort of grease those wheels a little bit more. Um, yeah. But I think it's a really it's a really good lineup. Yeah, but it's all sort of, as you say, it's, it, it looks like a... It looks like a team that's built on effort, which is what we need our character to be, right? Is we need to be an effort squad and then the wins sort of will come from that, I think. But again, it, it is an audition for 2024 at the moment and I'm, I'm comfortable with that. I'm very comfortable with that because I want to see the sort of future and I want to see the growth. Um, that's right. Yeah, I'm not... I don't want us to sort of burn our opportunities next year because we're trying to sort of get somewhere this year i think i'd rather sort of like try and work these sort of kinks out um from now to the end of the year and then come out of the box again and and really have a solid because it's always been the case we sort of we have high hopes at the start of the year and things just trail off down in the middle and we just lose our way and then origin comes and then you know, there's a, there's some ins and outs, but I think you know having the mad scientists coming next year, and that's why that's why right now they needed someone there like himself and yeah. go. Okay, this is I'll I'll be watching this roster, I'll be watching every player, and all that. So he'll be doing his homework right now. You know, so, yeah. And by yeah. the time he walks in that door, he'll know every play, he'll know every player, and all that. So. Yeah. Um, someone was telling me that um, that played with uh, was uh, he was a, their coach, and he says the interesting part of with Desi is the video sessions. Yeah, he says yeah. Um, he said yeah they you get in the room and he's and he's very oh that's we should have done this way mate we should have done that and and all that. And it's building up, building up. Next minute, it'll just spray at someone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he was telling me. And he said, it just sprays at you. And if something goes wrong, if you know you've done something wrong that the day, that game, you know you're going to get sprayed. Yeah. But but it's like a build-up. He says, yeah, "Yeah, we've done this, we've done that, and, and then he'll just go off. But, you know... It's just heard, good to see. I heard um, yeah. Steve Mitchell's ordered the um, janitor to go around and loosen all the screws on the on the doors as well, so he can rip some yeah, of those yeah. off as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's all good. It's looking good, mate, in the future. So it is not just next year, the year after, mm. and the, what's happening now. You know, we should get a big crowd there on Saturday night or Saturday day. It is afternoon. Yeah, Saturday o'clock. afternoon. Yep. I think we should get a big crowd. So. Uh, all right mate all right mate good good to chat i think everyone's left us now so um but yeah i think it'd be a great game hopefully put a bit of a score on this weekend but we'll see how we go um but mate i'll see you on saturday for those of you that go into the game um enjoy the afternoon nrlw nrl all in one day double header um yeah gonna be great run to the end of the year and go the times thanks dino all right buddy see you guys Bye. Keep solid. See you, mate.